0: A different road that I want to take.
1: Yeah, and I agree. I think that when you when you start putting a lot of energy towards something like partying, like you you know Meg, when you, when you go, let's just say you go through something like when. All right, so I'll give you a great example. What you saying
2: that I was a party or I was never
1: really. No, 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 I'm saying like you would understand <laughs> what I'm about to say. I don't I don't consider you. I, you I'm seem like kidding. the voice of reason. Honestly. Uh, well, I, don't know what I thought,
2: but
1: I, mean, I try. <laughs> another episode of Less us podcast i'm sitting here with two young ladies uh miss meg and miss lynette um we're gonna actually have a discussion about a podcast they're gonna start in a few weeks or maybe earlier but uh what made y'all want to start a podcast
0: that's like where we were kind of <coughs> at we have a lot to talk about and it's not just like personal like we were just like laying in bed the other day, we we're watching the bachelor and we're like oh my god we can talk about like reviews and like the after part of how we felt about the bachelor this week there's just a lot that would kind of open up more people into our personality because we were like talking the other day and all of a sudden we we're like i wish people would just like follow us around with the video camera because we're actually pretty funny
1: we really are and so everybody has different reasons you know when i started doing podcasting <clears throat> i was dealing with i guess i was trying to search for some kind of personality that I felt like I knew I had. Like, you ever been around somewhere and you're like, man, I'm hilarious, but nobody knows it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I, I, I'm a good <laughs> listener, but nobody knows it. I'm a good talker and nobody knows it. And so you kind of like try to search and try to look for yourself. Is that one of the reasons, Meg, that I, what, what was the main reason that you wanted to start the podcast, in your opinion?
2: Um. Well, I've always wanted to write a book, mm-hmm. um, but between my ADHD and my OCD, and that never... Ended up working out for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And there are a lot of things that um, I guess that I'm passionate about, and a lot of topics that she and I have in common. Mm -hmm. Um, And we just,
1: I don't know. You just, well, I mean, I know obviously. You're good friends. So when you feel like you have something in common, do you ever feel like maybe that's on a whole different level of retrospect that maybe you see like a lot of yourself into, into Oh, absolutely. Lynette?
2: Absolutely. And the age difference between sure. us.
0: Um, I've always just gotten along with like older people. Mm-hmm. And that's always been like my, like my route. I've always just people older than me lead me to better things and like people my age just where I'm at in life right now I'm like yeah "Yeah, that's not really the route that I'm going for right now right and I've lost a lot of friends just because of the way that I want to live my life
1: right so do you feel like like if you're saying what I think you're saying like you're trying to navigate yourself into a life that is a little little different than what people around you right because I mean everybody's a, a circumstance you know whatever in situations so if I had friends like me when I I'll put myself as a good example when I was younger I used, just like any other high schooler, I would party. I would go to parties. I would spend weekends doing things. I would have fun. I would drink. I would do things that I normally wouldn't do. And as I got older, I realized that that just just wasn't me. Like, I wasn't a drinker. I I mean, I used to smoke pot. But even then, that wasn't me either because I didn't like to do that either. So when I started realizing that my friends were just circumstances Mm -hmm. and just situations, yeah you start realizing that people really don't want you around if you don't fit their circumstance. Exactly.
2: exactly. So do you,
1: do you feel like, so the route that you're taking now, you're saying that you're wanting to take a whole different direction in life. Do you feel like, how did you feel when you felt like you were losing friends? Right. I mean,
0: Oh, on my way here, I just felt that too. Like she didn't notice, but like I was in the past and she just like crying because I was like, I could tell we were like on the way here and I'm like, I'm, have lost so many friends along the way because of the different angles that I'm trying to navigate in life. And, like, for me, living from different state to different state every year, like, I want to settle on a path and, like, complete it. Right. And I don't want to just keep navigating. And that's my problem is, like, the drinking and the friends, like you said with the pot. I did have, like, my pot friends. I do have, like, my drinking friends. But I associate them in, like, different categories yeah. so it was more of going out and partying every weekend and then I'll put myself in that position that I don't want to do that every weekend right. and people don't want to stop that lifestyle and I'm not going to sit there and beg them to change a lifestyle when I can just remove myself from the situation and mm-hmm. take the different route yeah it's just the easiest way to go
1: do you feel like it was a peer pressure thing on why you did it every weekend because I mean it takes a lot for someone to really party every weekend
0: it does take a lot. I and like I, it was more of a distraction. It was a distraction. Instead of like sitting at home and like working on the goal that I want to achieve, I see all my friends' Snapchat stories. I'm like, oh my god, that looks so fun. I should be there. Mm-hmm. And so I will get ready and like, the one thing that I'm trying to stay away from. A couple of drinks in, I'm at the same place that they're at, and yeah. that's what I'm trying to steer away from. Is I don't want to make my decision and be like, okay, I'm trying to step away from that and then put myself back in that position every single weekend.
1: Right. And do you feel like that, like when you take a few steps forward and then you have friends that you trust, like I used to have a friend that I used to trust all the time and he knew like I didn't drink and he knew, oh, I'm going to invite you. You don't have to worry about it, man. I'm not going to ask you to do anything you don't want to. And then I get there and then I'm just backhanded with, hey man, let me get you. And I'm like, you know, I don't drink. You know, I haven't done it in years. I hadn't done it since I was 18, actually, in my project graduation. And I, I'm so sorry, Mom, but, you know, I was. <laughs> <laughs> and she was there with me, you know, and I was like, and I felt crappy about it. But I was 18 years old, whatever. I had just graduated. It was a big night of my life. It was a chance for me to f- leave teenage life to adulthood. And um, I was just wanting to have fun that night. And I can completely understand. That's why I'm never really judgmental with people who do drink and want to live that life. It's just I remember because I was there at one point and I knew how I felt. I just felt like I'm living in the moment. I'm living in this in this time in my life that I should be enjoying my life. I'm young. I'm I'm just I'm I'm here. But, but then you get
0: all the cons that comes with the drinking, which yeah, is the hangover. The hangover the regret. They're like, Oh, I shouldn't have done that aspect. And I'm the same way. I wake up every Sunday morning, I'm like
1: Ruined all. Who, did I, who did I yell at last night? Who did I yell at
0: last night? Why did I cause this argument? Who did I delete who did and and I block? block? <laughs> exactly. I'm just like, who did I do that to? Because like my mindset when I get to like vibing with other people is, I don't know when to stop, and right. that's my problem. Is mm-hmm. and we talked about that earlier too. Is like I don't know.
1: So you overindulge. How, a Exactly. Little bit. I hmm.
0: overdo it every time. There hasn't been a time where I've gone out. I'm like, oh yeah, that was so much fun. Every night that I wake up the next morning, I'm like looking at my phone that regret 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 Uh, and i don't want to live my life regretting every weekend so i feel like this is more like the podcast is more of us focusing on ourselves mm -hmm. and like letting a lot of stuff go through a microphone as opposed to you know a bottle in my hand and forgetting the memories and forgetting what i'm doing there it's more of a different road that i want to take
1: yeah And I agree. I think that when you, when you start putting a lot of energy towards something like partying, like you, you know, Meg, when you, when you go, let's just say you go through something like when all right. so I'll give you a great example. What are you
2: saying that I was a partier? I was never really. No, no,
1: no. I'm saying like, you would understand what I'm about to say. (laughs) I don't, I don't consider you. You seem like the voice of reason. Honestly. Oh well,
2: I don't know about that, but I I try. I, that's, that's what uh, is so great about the age difference in, in our dynamic is that we do have a lot in common. Um, um, and we've basically been together every single day for the past almost three weeks now, and we haven't killed each other, um, which is miraculous. Um, we've
0: argued but.
2: a little, but it was just about. <laughs> well, that's something how you know. That's how you know
1: you care. You know that, right? That's how you know you care for someone right. when you argue because you, if you didn't, if you didn't care, you wouldn't give up. You wouldn't care. Like you just right. uh, whatever, go do whatever. You know what I'm saying? But when you argue, it's because you genuinely are hurt and you care. Yeah. And I think that alone is like that's a preference of a good friendship. You know what I'm saying? I I, if there's nothing, if there's no friction, if there's no fights, there's no awkwardness, there's no tension, then it's not a real friendship. Because real friendships mean something.
0: I met her like a few weeks ago. I mean, I'm not going into that. I've known her for a few weeks, (laughs) but like she, (laughs) she said that we've been together the last three weeks. True, true information. And I can just like go sit in my bathtub and be like just laying there, and we can just like have a casual conversation. And there's certain friends that I can do that with Mm. and there's other friends that I can't do that with just like I don't know if you see the memes on Facebook and it's like oh I can if you're not a priority you cannot ever FaceTime me like I only answer those FaceTimes to certain people and I'm the same way with like my lifestyle yeah and so, you know, Meg, Meg will sit there and just listen to me while I just relax. Yeah, I, you, f- I feel honored.
2: Like, she yeah. actually opens my Snaps, like, when I send them. Oh, <laughs>
1: what, what a privilege, I know you know. And, and, and she's – we're laughing about it, but it could be true. Like, I mean I, – Oh, it's I, I not true. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'll
0: get, like, 40s <laughs> too for 50 Snapchats, and I'm like, mm. Oh, God. Just because, like, I just don't care to like, have a conversation. It's like Snapchat to me is – you know, I had a guy kind of come at me the other day because of Snapchat. He's like, you don't ever respond. I'm like, I'm not going to respond to you through Snapchat. Like, if you want to have my full, you know, attention. attention, ask for my number. Like, why are you doing this through right. Snapchat to where, right. like, I'm probably going to forget what my last picture was because I'm so mm-hmm. busy at work. And, like, I don't get on my phone at work. I, If it's a phone call, I'll answer it. If it's Meg, I'll answer all the time.
1: <laughs> Think <laughs> about how, honestly, we don't take Snapchat that seriously. You know, that's kind of, I used to always think that was a red flag when you would communicate only through Snapchat. Exactly. I always felt like there was always uh, an underlining thing there that kind of just like, eh, that's kind of weird. You should really just, why can't we conversate through a text message, you know? Um, so, Meg, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. With with the age difference in the friendship, mm-hmm. do you feel, and, do you, and and I know it's hard to sit back and watch certain things, It's it, 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 being friends with someone. Yeah. How do you manage to because it, it, it's like when you care for someone and you have to sit back and like she's changing her whole lifestyle. She says like she's going a different direction. And I know that obviously that's going to make you feel good about yourself. But you still have to kind of see how things work through things. So you kind of have to watch, you know, th- how things work out. How do you gauge through that as, as a friend who's close to her now?
2: Um, I'm very proud of her mm-hmm. Um because I was I see a lot of myself. Um, in her at that age. Um, and so I guess I just try to not be judgmental and listen. Um, because one thing that Lynette is actually really good at, she'll tell you that she's selfish and she is to a certain degree, but she's really not because one thing that she is super great at is listening. Um, and she may not always agree with what I'm saying, but she listens and I think that Neither of us have a, just a plethora of patience, Mm -hmm. but we, we do with each other for the most part. Um, and so when I see, you know, if there's something that I notice that's going on with her, um, I just wait until we're alone and don't address it, you know, in front of anyone and, and I find a way to non-judgmentally. And that's
0: where the age difference comes into because nowadays, if you kind of act out of character in front of certain friends, they'll be quick to call you out about it. But when you are friends with someone that has been through the same st- or similarities to what I've been through, she won't say in front of people that she knows that's going to cause a scene. So mm-hmm. she kind of takes a step back and was like, Hey, you know what you did tonight, you know, you're better than that. You mm-hmm. shouldn't have like, that's what she does. And that's why it's all changing.
1: Yeah. It, it, I, I think addressing that accordingly also, you gain respect for that because you're like, okay, you're not going to embarrass me in front of my other friends. You're not going to make a scene, like you said. And I, th- you're like, I think your approach is like exactly what's needed to help this whole transition to what she's trying to move forward to. You know.
2: Well, there was a time in my life when I was exactly like her. I didn't, I didn't take crap from anybody. I spoke my mind, and I, you know, if I, I just didn't hold back much, yeah. and I would let things get under my skin and let things bother me. Um, and I had, I, I learned from that. Um, and so I just, I try to deal with things differently now.
0: And she's well, she's really good at it too, because she will see all of my friends and she will push her, like she will kind of make it to where, you know, open your eyes and realize that that's not a good friend. Yeah, And like well, when I have friends so over, she'll like, she'll tell me that's a good friend that right there, just by, like, his presence or her presence. So, be like, that's a good friend. And my parents, being Hispanic, they're the same way. They're, like, mm-hmm. they can walk into a room and, like, their energy will just give off a vibe. And most of the time, my parents are right. Mm-hmm. And that hurts. Well, and it's not being judgmental towards any
2: of her friends because, for the most part, the majority of them I like. Um, mm-hmm. It's just that there are a few that tend to maybe drag her in a direction that That's she's not wanting to go
1: like setting her back a little bit right because right. it's hard to see friends who want to progress i mean even people maturing like i will consider what she's trying to do as maturing oh absolutely you know trying to get away from the party scene trying to do better with her health by not you know not wanting to drink so much and do all this other stuff like even staying up late late and drinking and partying all night that's really bad for your body because then what happens the next day really think about it you have to recuperate the whole day the next day just to feel normal again um the
0: following day
1: (laughs) (laughs) and you know the funny thing is so I'm here I'm sitting here and I'm watching how y'all talk or whatever every time like you you give her 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 praise it feels like she brings some type of comfort to you do you feel like that's how it's kind of working its way too now
0: it is because every time like when she when we first started talking i was like oh it's meg again it's meg again (laughs) like like because i'm honestly like a leave me alone person like if i'm upset if i'm hurting like i'm a, a thousand percent leave me alone let me like have a few hours to myself let me recuperate and then ever since like we i opened up to her about everything in my life I will catch myself at work when I have like 3 minutes I'm like I got to call Meg. I yeah. got to call Meg. I have to tell her everything. And so we got like some news on on my on my house right now cuz on the market. And I was like holding my breath and I was like oh I got to tell Meg. I got to tell Meg. And I was like <laughs> it was so hard just having the 18 minute drive home and I was like waiting for, I was like mm. by the way um so she's definitely like that person that I go to about everything. She's like my yeah. little like, my little blankie when I was a kid. Like <laughs> yeah. She's it's my, like, comfort zone. It's
1: like, I know, you're about she to make her cry. cry. Like, I'm over here watching <laughs> her, and it's just, she's, like, she's smiling because it does feel good to, like, notice that some effort is being recognized, even small. She's never small.
2: said any of this to me before. Oh, she does so, it now does, on the podcast? Yeah, I'm
0: a closed, I'm a closed <laughs> person. Like, I do, like, she knows I do not show emotion unless i'm like i have a drink in my hand and i don't want to be that person anymore. i want to be able to open up without a drink in my hand yeah eventually i'm, I'm taking baby steps to get there mm-hmm. but you got to start somewhere
1: yeah and, start. I, and i think it's crazy because just thinking about the podcast like with the thing the journey and i want to call it a journey like the journey that you feel like you're about to start working your way into even like And, of course, it's never going to be easy. It's going to be baby steps, obviously. Working out of a lifestyle is not easy. It doesn't matter who you are. I don't care. You can co-turkey it, but you're still going to feel some type of things afterwards. Um, But it's funny because you're about to go through this journey, and, like, you have someone, like, it's like an anchor who's really guiding you through this, who's been through the things that you have went through. And I think that that podcast is going to be so riveting because people are really going to be able to relate to that. You know, pe- there's a lot of people who have a Meg in their life, but they oh don't God. get on there publicly and talk about it.
0: Like, y'all can get y'all y'all's own Meg, my but not mine. Swell. That's my Meg. Y'all can, <laughs> 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 y'all can find y'all's own wherever y'all choose to get y'all's Meg, but you're not taking my Meg because Meg is locked at my house in the basement.
1: Oh, wow. I mean, I could probably believe that, Kinda. actually. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> so the, the premise of your podcast, when, you come, when y'all start it uh, here pretty soon, um, what is really the goal like, what are you trying to really achieve as far as... I know Clearly, y'all both can talk to each other really well. You can open up, you know. Lynette was talking about how she opens up to you, how she's starting to do it little by little. You're a good listener. You're there to give her great advice and guide her. Like, is the, what is the common goal for both of you when you wanted to start this podcast?
0: Well, for me, it's more of like, I want to do this kind of as a hobby, mm-hmm. not really as like my job career I want it to I still want to have a job and like be able to do this instead of I want to replace my bad habits right now Mm -hmm. if that makes sense yeah but that's kind of like where I'm going and I want people to I've gone through like a lot over the past few years and I want I don't want people to make their judgment off of a podcast I want them to get to know me over something that I like to do I like doing podcasts I like people I love social media I love Mm -hmm. it but social media also comes with A lot of negativity that Mm -hmm. i'm personally not ready for but meg today before we got here you know i got home from work and she was like i hope you had a better day than i did and i was like (laughs) no like i just had a lot of thinking about you know the negativity that could come from podcasting Mm -hmm. and it's more con than there is pros for in my head right now
1: yeah
2: but it's not because they people are going to talk and with she and i um we both people are going to talk about us anyway
1: right so. and do you feel like you always have I know there's a way to kind of address a narrative right because it doesn't matter if you're like even when I did my podcast people didn't like certain things that I used to say but it's only because I stood on morals on certain things that I believed in right. and I just I'm not going to stray from that I'm sorry I mean right. I'm glad that people listen I'm glad to take an interest but I can't sway myself for social media I just feel like if I stand on my ground, then I'm never going to change because this is who I am is what you get, you know? And do you, do you feel like they're like, you're trying to address the narrative maybe a little bit? I
2: wouldn't say, I mean, I'm firm in my beliefs generally. Um, but if you have something, I'm also open-minded. And Mm -hmm. so if you have something that you want to discuss and, you know, it's possible that you could change my mind. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, that's, that's
0: really the best way to go about it because there's a lot of different topics that we have like so many written down and are like in our back of the head that we so have many. so many ideas <laughs> to talk about. But I'm also like open minded, you know, to certain subjects. It's like if you tell me something, I want to hear your way of thinking about it. I want to know what, how you feel about it. And that's going to make me like, oh, OK, I'm going to have a more open mindset than just what I know myself, I want to hear what you have to say. Yeah. And I think it will,
2: I think. And it's going to be fun. And yeah. we're, we're hilarious. I mean, when, when we really get going, we, yeah. we're we pretty funny.
1: Yeah. I, I've been around y'all when y'all <laughs> not around the microphones. Y'all are, y'all really are funny. Like, and, and, and it's crazy because it's like, it's just like y'all have known each other for many years because y'all get each other's humor so well and it just blends, and it's it's really kind of funny because we always have these conversations where I feel like that everybody, I'm sure, has where they say, man, I really wish I would have recorded that conversation last oh, night. That God, was real. Every day. All
0: the time. Every yeah. day. Yeah,
1: yeah. Every and I feel like that's what the conversations I feel like will be when, when y'all do y'all's podcast because everything that you can talk about is pretty much relatable, and I think, a, like, a different aspect of how she thinks about it and how you think about it, I think it's going to really open up. Like just the whole discussion of that topic because you're both not going to agree on everything, but it's a good thing that y'all can actually talk about it calmly. And even if you don't agree at the end still, you listen to the person. And I really think that's what matters, right? Like right. you just listen to them. And um, well, it's funny thing you said about social media. Well, you know, you're on TikTok. And you do a lot of TikTok. <laughs> I now, I, I,
2: I'm still learning. I'm still trying to grow my account.
1: Yeah. So. so, what got you to want to really be in? Because like, it's podcasting is going to be a little different than social media. People are going to hear you, but they're not going to see you yet. Are you wanting to conjoin them, or you want to keep both things separate?
0: I would like to conjoin them, just because I want people to know who's behind the mic. Mm-hmm. I want, I want the picture to the face. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> like who said that? I want the picture to the face. Just because, like, I feel like personally my voice is like very—it's weird. So it can't weird. be worse than mine. It's I sound like, like cornbread over here. And I don't—I don't even know what I sound like, but I sound different than what people be like. Oh, oh, that's the voice behind the microphone—is her? So I feel like maybe now that I'm thinking about, it, I should just do the podcast itself, and then maybe in the long run do the video. I don't know, but what led me to social media was we'll I that. just love the positivity that a lot of people have on there i'm like i'll get on tiktok and just comment on every po- girl's post that i see i'm like oh, good for you i'm so happy for you I don't even know this person is lives in california I'm like yeah. you are doing so good i love <laughs> it for you i've never gotten on social media and I'm like oh no girl no like i'm such a positive like, do what makes you happy yeah, and forget what everyone else says. And I love that because I see, like, the, the mean comments, and I'm like, Ugh.
1: Yeah. Well, that's I something. So mean.
2: And well, that's something. And that's what I told her. I said, when we get started, I said, there are going to be negative comments. Yeah. In it. there's no way around that. I said, there are going to be complete strangers that don't know us at mm-hmm. all. And I was, and like, on the verge of tears. Have, I was like. <laughs> they're going to have negative things to say. But you have to adapt and overcome yeah. and understand that, you know, not everyone's going to like us, and that's okay.
1: And, and it gives you a thicker skin, too, because just because they say it don't make it real, and of course, I've, like I've said right. before, uh, nobody, absolutely nobody can make you mad without your consent. You allow them to do that to you. Um, so we're from small towns, right? I think we all can agree <laughs> we're on small towns. So with starting the podcast, do you feel like being from a small town, are you prepared for what may come from <laughs> podcasting in a small town. Bring it on.
0: <laughs> and she says bring it on, and I'll be like at McDonald's in the, in the line. <laughs> like, just like with chipmunk cheeks, like,
1: oh, hi. Bring it on. It, you know, but it's just because people are really just kind of, they're, they're pretty close-minded. I can say any small town. I'm from a very uh, small town. Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm from Crockett, and people are there genuinely oh, like... <laughs> people are there are really kind of like, they're setting their ways. But they also don't really get the premise of what podcasting could be because they always, I mean, if they see a podcast, they're going to be like, oh, well, they're just going to get on there and just carry on and say whatever they want. And really that's not the premise that people always get.
2: No, because some of our topics are, are light and funny, and mm-hmm. then some of them are very serious. And for those that, you know, and you never know which one is going to impact someone. Yeah. Um, but some of the more serious subjects that we have to talk about, you know, could potentially save someone's life or, you know, help them. Um, And, you know, some of our more funny, you know, topics that we want to discuss, you know, sometimes somebody just needs to hear a, a laugh, something funny.
1: Do you think that y'all's story, because y'all have different stories, obviously, and I'm sure it'll blend as time goes on in the podcast. Do you feel like some of your stories can be very relatable? And are you are you worried that, let's just say if it's involving a family member and you're telling your story, are you worried about how that might make them feel?
2: I'm not. Um, but um, somewhat, I guess, to a certain degree, because I know that it, there's really not any way to keep my children from listening and the older ones, I'm fine with them listening. Um, But um, they're going to, they're going to learn some things, which the older ones already know. Which
0: for her, I saw like a post on TikTok the other day and it was like, you know, mom, I'm so sorry, mom, like you were just trying to help me, mom, all you want me to do is make the bed like mom, this. And at the mm -hmm. end of the video, it was like, I'm so sorry for not letting you you know, open up about what you were going through, mm-hmm. and like that's what I see Megan as like my mom, or like my <laughs> second mom, like
1: a mother figure. Yeah, a
0: mother figure, and I'm just like when she's talking to me, I'm like, okay, okay. I'm like I'm listening to her because I really do listen. I listen. I, I'm I'm like a fly on the wall. She actually does, and which is so surprising. It's like I want her because she's been through a lot. I want her to have like her platform where her kids are like oh. mom I'm so sorry I don't want them to have like that sorriness for them but like to listen to her and like see how where she's at in life where she's coming from where she is like trying to better herself Mm -hmm. she's had a friend like reach out to her and tell her like this is stupid the podcast is dumb like you should grow up and I was like that is so pitiful because like mm, don't do that that for me that's encouraging for Mm -hmm. me people having the negative downfall Mm -hmm. on me is like let me prove it to you. Let right. me do better. I'm out to prove my point because I'm all about proving points. Yeah, I really am, and I don't like the negativity to me and like seeing it on my friend. That just makes me more upset than it does yeah. if it was myself.
1: And normally, people like to um, project just the negative attitude. Like it takes a lot to be negative. You really think about it. first so whoever that was that said that to you, they really don't want to see you do better. Whether it's something like this, because nothing hurts somebody who don't like you more than seeing you successful. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when they do see you successful, they get, even if it's something like podcasting, they can right. be like, well, why are they so good at it? And I'm not, even if they didn't want to do it, if they don't even have a thought of doing it, it's, it's just the aspect of you doing something better than them, you know? Um, and unfortunately when it comes to podcasting, you're going to run into the things that you may already be prepared for. Um, as far as your story. So with you, you, taking your journey, are you worried that some of your friends may look at you differently if they start seeing a different side of you?
0: Personally, like, yes, just because most of my friends like know what I've gone through. Mm -hmm. So they know that I'm okay with letting everyone know what I'm going through, but I don't want it to be, here's my story. Like, this is me, 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 me. I want people to be able to relate to that in the long run. And Mm -hmm. my friends, or that I consider friends, I want to see if they're going to stick by me, like on this journey. And like, like I said, across a, the ones that matter will, the ones that matter and that actually care about me will. And mm-hmm. I've had, like, I've kind of posted like little snippets of like what I'm doing with my life. And like, I have the best friends that I thought were my best friends. Not even like, Oh, what are you doing? Yeah. It's kind of like, Oh, you're just doing it for attention. And I'm like, I'm not, I want to do this and actually stick to it because that's one thing about me. I've, I've done, 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 but I've never completed anything.
2: And that's that's something that we have in common because we both are interested in a variety of things and we have a tendency to start something and not finish. And so one of the things that I've told her, you know, recently, I was like, we are doing this period, end Mm -hmm. of story. I said, and there will be days that you get discouraged and you get tired and you say, oh, well, this didn't go as planned. Oh, screw it. All is lost. Woe is me, you know, and I'm going to have to encourage you on those days just like you're going to have to encourage me on the days that I get discouraged because we're doing this. Um, The one thing that
0: has like really stood out to me was like, I won't know until I try. Yeah. I won't right. know until I actually try it. And I like, used to say, you know, what if it takes off? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. awesome for us, but, like, what if it doesn't? I don't want to go into a restaurant, like you said, home, like small towns, and, like, oh, those are the girls that tried doing a podcast. Oh, and then sweet Like I said, I don't <laughs> do the negativity very well. I'll be, like, in my room crying for days. Like, <laughs> leave me alone. I don't like the talking. Just leave me alone. And I think Meg kind of got that vibe off of me, and that's why I also, like, Love her so much. Love you so much. Love you big. <laughs> you and it's like too. she got that vibe off of me, like leaving, you know, where I live in a small town and coming here to the podcast. Like she knew through I the did. vibe that I just wanted to be left alone and just to sing. And mm-hmm. like while I was singing, I was crying because that's what, like we relate, like we get each other. So she knew mm-hmm. my vibe instantly what it was. Mm-hmm. And I don't have many friends that get that vibe from me. They'll mm-hmm. just like go on and talk about themselves. But she knew that, that was not a time that I wanted to talk. I just wanted to, like listen to music and like be quiet. Like mm-hmm. let me just,
1: just to, like read the room a little bit. She took did. a back seat. She
0: she read the the vehicle. Yes, <laughs> she knew the
1: assignment. It sounds like
2: I did. I understood the assignment. So For do
1: sure. you? So do you think? All right. So when you start doing the podcast, and how many episodes are you are y'all going to end up doing as time goes on? Y'all want to do it monthly, weekly, just so people kind of get aware of what they're looking forward to.
0: I know that like. Reading research, it's normally like one episode a week, mm-hmm. but for me, I do want to do it weekly just because it's yeah. more of a distraction and it would help me mm-hmm. better right. myself doing this to and distract we so myself. Many ideas. Yeah, like mm-hmm. so many, we can't like. She was like, "Oh, we gotta take notes for the podcast," and I'm like, "No, just give me like <laughs> give me a drink and I'll be like, just go with the flow because I'm not a preparing person. Like I hate the preparation." In high school, like college, it was never like, "Oh, I'm gonna prepare for this." No, it was just like, just, just go, just go with the flow, and if it rolls, it rolls, and if you're, you know, stuttering, you're like, you look dumb. I don't want to like look at a flashcard. I want our podcast to be flowy. I don't want to have to feel like I'm on a script, and everyone like notices that. I want it to be just. It just needs to be
1: as casual as possible, exactly. Because when you come from when you speak from a real place like experience. I think that the sense of just being like, you know what, this is normal to me. This has been normalized. Conversations become normalized, speaking. And then I think, honestly, podcasting, because it's crazy, you're saying that you're wanting to use this as a way to distract you a little bit when you're kind of taking your journey when you're transitioning because you're replacing one bad vice with a good vice, which is this is going to help you open up. This is going to help you be more vulnerable. This is going to help you be a better person with communication if that wasn't a strong suit because this a back and forth dialogue that's communication with you Mm want to really read it like that but some people don't she has no issue with
0: communication (laughs) that's where the the friendships have been lost it's because like i feel like i'm saying it in a nice way and my friends take it as a different way but i'm like i'm really just i'm very blunt and i'll say what i have to say and then I if I, Once I say it, I'm like, oh, that was kind of mean. I should have uh-huh. worded it differently, but I don't think about it. I just go and I with think it. That the,
2: one of the main reasons that we get along so well is because I know I have ADHD. Sometimes I can go on a rant and you know I may need some cue cards or some flashcards just so I can stay on task. Uh-huh. Um, but sometimes I get to rambling um, and she has no qualms whatsoever about saying, shut up, shut up, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> just stopping you in yeah. your tracks, and so, and I don't even, I don't, I'm not offended by it. But yeah. like, look, I just completely, stop, yeah, just stop, yeah, just yeah. <laughs> I'm
1: well, just, just well you know, a re- if somebody who truly knew you wouldn't take it personal, only right. because they no, know you. I actually, you
2: know? I don't, and I appreciate that because there are times when I need to be reminded, like,
1: held back you know. a little bit.
2: Right, um, my son, um, I, I, I was having a conversation with my son um, one time, and his friend, he. I started to interrupt him, and he went, eh, you know, and his friend <laughs> like a buzzer, it, yeah, he, he said, eh, eh, you know, and um, his friend was like, "Don't talk to your mom like that. That's so rude." And Elijah, oh, That's
1: fine. It's my kids. It's your kid. your kid. And he's not going to care.
2: He's not. Gonna um, care. you know, he's like, you know, you don't, you don't understand. You know, she's, you know, it's not, she's not.
1: This isn't I, malicious, I yeah. right? Yeah,
2: I explained to his friend. You know, I said no. I'm not offended by that because he knows that I need that you know kind of saying hey you know focus focus
1: do you ever feel like in this podcast that you may get into a really deep conversation that you may not be prepared for me on either one on either i've
0: already like had it like envisioned in my head when we get to certain topics all i know like i've seen it in my dreams i've seen it (laughs) when i'm daydreaming i'm like gonna just push the mic away Uh, and like take a step
1: conversations though take
0: a step away and like cry about it because i am not an emotional
1: person well just cry on the mic it'll Mm. (laughs) <laughs> It'll be. Never <laughs> 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 likes to get cry but it around will, the mic. It
0: will. It will. I feel like it will.
1: I think it could. I, I'm wondering if it ever will potentially get that deep. Because when you're in front of the microphones and you're having a discussion, sometimes you forget that it's there. You're just talking, right. you know, and sometimes you just, one conversation leads to another. And, you, and by the time you know it, you've already like express things that you normally wouldn't because like I said it becomes normal you get comfortable and you start just talking about things and once you start unloading feelings it's it's pretty crazy There's what no road you can back. go down yeah just go right. with it I I just I I love every bit of that and there's not a lot of people I mean there's people podcasting right now but I think I've never seen two women podcast in in where we're in our area and I think that'll be really cool to hear and really cool to kind of look into because I think with you know with Meg's experience and then with your journey and then your stories you put together and the, the things that you went through in your life and everything I mean just everything could be extremely relatable and it could really help somebody else and I really think that's what I would perceive the purpose of it being honestly, and it's helping, it's helping Lynette with her, you know, with her transition. And, uh, I think expressing yourself and just hear, you know, sometimes hearing stuff out loud is a real eye opener, you know, cause sometimes you don't realize how bad things are until you hear yourself say it.
2: But, I mean, it helps me uh, also, um, because you know, uh, most all of my friends are married, mm-hmm. um, and so I'm generally at home alone a lot. Um, and it, you know, it helps keep me occupied and she absolutely makes me laugh.
1: <laughs> I'm, no I'm laughing right now. I know, I am too. <laughs> <laughs> if people oh, can have cameras in here, it would make lesser. me laugh. <laughs> so tell me this, Meg, when you have this idea with Lynette to do this, yes, even now, It's scary to me sometimes to get behind the microphone and really discuss things. Do you think that maybe there's going to come a situation where you may not be able to get through to her like you think you could?
2: To who? To Lynette? Yeah. No, because I'm going to – I will – Tell her, you know, give her my opinion or my advice and she can take it or she can leave it and I'll respect whichever way she chooses because Mm -hmm. part of growing up, um, is learning from your, is going through those mistakes and learning from them and learning to adapt and overcome. Um, so, I mean, there's a fair amount of that, that, you know, you kind of have to go through.
1: Yeah. And I think, um, I think it's really cool when you have the dynamic of someone like you and her because, Y'all are both opposite, but you play so well. As far right. as how you discuss things, how you go about conversations, how you navigate through them, right. um, when because you to- I've learned
2: a lot from her. Not just how to, you know, make my TikToks better. <laughs> <laughs> She's so good at it. So good at it.
1: I'm. You know what? I I don't. I wish that I can show my face on TikTok TikTok like that. I just don't have. It. I don't. Right. I don't. I'm just such a low key, very private person. That I just, and anybody, any of my close friends will tell you that I just, I like to be out of sight and out of mind because it has reserved my peace so much because I know like I've been on that side where you had friends Mm -hmm. that you truly cared for, but they don't always put you in the the best positions, Mm -hmm. especially if it could compromise a friendship. So I always try to like realize, okay, these are my core friends. No, they're not perfect, but they're my friends and I'm willing to stand by this with them. And so, I know I can deal with this, and it won't compromise me. And it, if it, if anything that a friend puts you through can cause you grief, and it's a constant thing, you just need to get rid of them, you know. Um, and so, when Facts. I think about it, yeah, and just when I think about it, I'm just like, you know. I want to be on social media like, like everybody else. I just can't. And I don't, it, it may, maybe it's like an anxiety thing for me and it very well could be. I just hate taking selfies. I don't take selfies because either.
2: I, I feel so stupid. Like I never know what to do with my mouth. Like, you know, you can't <laughs> do the whole duck lip thing anymore. And so you just look, I don't know. It just well, looks I mean, ridiculous to me.
1: I, I feel kind of bad because like my son is starting to do, become like me where, um, he doesn't start. He doesn't like taking pictures either, and I I want him to because I don't. I want him right. to have memories of his right. life. I have pictures of me when I was a kid and all that, and so it's like it's. I don't think it's. I just. I don't have. I don't. I don't guess I have the confidence in myself to really take pictures like that, and I don't like to take pictures anyway because I just don't ever like any pictures that I'm in.
2: Well, that's what I tell Annette. Like when when she goes to post me on her snap
1: story, I'm like, yeah. let me look.
2: <laughs> yeah, ever you better put a filter on it. <laughs>
1: Let me swipe, swipe three times like on that filter. Some
2: Botox, <laughs>
1: Botox. Ah, oh, God, <laughs> yeah. I know somebody I used to date used to get Botox, and I never understood it. I just never understood yeah. it, and maybe it's just it's it a whole. It might
0: di- be a self confidence thing. Though.
1: No, stop it. it. Is. No, is well, it really? Be real. I
2: lost a lot. Of, well, it, it, is. it is because it is. prior to this, um, I never really cared about you know like a bunch of my friends would get boob jobs mm. and, and things like that, and I was like. <sighs> I had no desire, which of course I had boobs then, but um, I've lost a lot of weight. And as I lost that weight um, very rapidly because I was very sick for a while, um, especially in my face, like I, I feel like my face is like sagging, which of course I am getting older. Um, but to me, it's, it's not, I'm not so much concerned with what other people think. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't like what I'm looking at in the mirror. Like I don't you know, I want to change that for me, so um
1: I just um I just think when you get it so young, I know my uh somebody He's calling b- you young. Did
2: you
1: catch that? <laughs> Did you catch that? Well, my, <laughs> my uh my ex uh she was thirty and was getting like lip filler, Botox and stuff and I'm like, You didn't really need it. But well, I, I, you know.
0: It's more of a self confidence thing. Like if you look back at my social media, it's if you see like my Instagram, I'm always turning my head or wearing sunglasses because mm-hmm. I'm so insecure about my nose. And which is other insane people, to me because she's gorgeous. Other people might not see that, but I see that.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, my thing is I don't have anything against it. I just I just never understood it, and it's because it's not in my. Universe, like I, I wouldn't. Hispanic people never got that. Let me be realistic here. They well, don't, but my family does. Oh, uh, see, this is what I'm saying. Like, it's a whole different world. Vegas,
2: it, a this. it, it is, there, is a whole different uh, 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 vibe. What the Mexican Kardashians?
0: Yeah, my family on Snapchat. If like you, if I even pulled out my phone, you'd be like, oh my god, y'all talk every day because it's like they're so much fun. Though, 23 people on our Snapchat, and we talk every day, but that's i would pretty, say like the one thing about Mexican. snapchat it's <laughs> a lot of the people. one thing about mm-hmm. snapchat was like communication it has all it has we all we we all talk every day just because we'll send a snapchat like oh look what i'm eating for breakfast and like you have the whole family responding back and then on snapchat you can like video call and it will call everyone in the family's phone so we've had like before 16 like little cubes right there of <laughs> just all of us talking i'm like
1: seems uh, like a very close family it.
0: We yes, are they're so really close. great. They are so,
1: we are so Yeah, her family's great. As I always think that when it comes to Hispanic families, you know, they're all pretty good. My family's really close, too. One thing I was asking one of my coworkers the other day, who happens to know, like, we were just having a random discussion. And I was like, you know what? Like, I've never seen a Hispanic person in the nursing home. Have y'all? Have you ever heard of that? No. Never. <laughs> no. Never. No, never. They die, home. Home. No, they die at home. They die at home like a real family member. You know, Literally. it's just, they, well, never, they never go to a nursing home. They don't. I've
0: never even thought of that. But it's so funny cuz me, my mom, and my sister went shopping and uh we were at TJ Maxx, Marshalls and like Ross and everything and we were like leaving and my mom she thought that bless her heart. She thought that we were at Marshalls and we were actually at TJ max so she pulled out like her like little gift card and i was like just causing this thing just because i wanted to i was like mom we oh are God. not She's so mean to her mom i was like we are not there we're here and so like there was like a puerto rican family like at the end of the checkout line like the very first one we were like on probably the third one and i was like i swear i swear to you once we leave here i'm i'm taking you back into the nursing home i tried being nice and i tried taking you out and then, so the, the little puerto rican people they're at the very beginning of the checkout. they ran after my mom and were like you're not that old, are you? You're not that old, <laughs> are you? Like, you're so beautiful. And I, and like me and my sister are just like dying laughing because like they know when they take me somewhere, I'm going to, I'm going to spice it. I'm going to have fun. And she loves to <laughs> aggravate her mom, and her oh, mom is the sweetest.
1: Oh, dude, we aggravate my mom. Me and my siblings aggravate my mom. My brother, in particular, aggravate my mom so much. I oh, that's always,
2: Okay, my children roast me. I, like, we roast I, her, I, I and mean, I don't, she
1: starts it though.
2: Oh, there's no no limit. <laughs> they they get after me really but good. They have a good, good sense fact, of humor. Like when I was, um, I'd gained a lot of weight, and um, <laughs> we were roasting each other, and and. I think it was Jet actually that told me he's like, you look like Mike Wazowski. That's why you look like Mike Wazowski, because <laughs> I've got bird legs <laughs> and I'm like round in the middle. And he's making fun of my eyes being big. He's like, you look like Mike Wazowski with two eyes. And I was like, okay, okay. They and you just you just brush it off, you know. Oh, it's hilarious. Mean, yeah. I, I I died laughing. I like th- they know.
0: See, like know. her generation, like with our age difference, it's like her kids are m- kind of more so my age. Mm-hmm. And, like, my kid. I have one that is only a year younger than Yeah, and I have mine that's, like, my child is nine years old, or about to be nine. And he was on FaceTime one night with his friends, and they're like, bro, where are you at? And he's like, oh, I'm at my mommy's house. (laughs) And he was like, bro, that's good. That's, like, that's a nice house. And I was like, and so my child was like, yeah, yeah, it's my mommy's house. And I could see where he was struggling to say the mommy word. Mm because he's kind of transitioning into like the mommy to the mom yeah and so i was like i had just made like made dinner and he was like i said aiden it's time for t- time to eat and he was like bro i'm not hungry i was like <gasps> oh i'm in the bro Already. stage right now Already. i'm in the bro oh, yeah. bro you know oh, I've you know been in the my my 14 year old while. my
1: 14 year old loves oh, me yeah. i i love I, I love him to death and he loves me but he's in that, he's in that stare, you know, that mm-hmm. error. Well, I roast him. He try, he roast me back. And I'm like, dang, bro, like I get my up, feelings hurt. I don't come, need you doing exactly. that. They
0: come up with stuff. It's like,
2: oh, okay. well, I was just telling her, uh, I guess, I think it was last night about when Elijah was about six. Um, he was, I don't even remember what it was that he said or what it was he was doing. And I said, don't be a smart ass. Mm-hmm. And he looked at me, looked at me dead in my eyes and said it's better than being a dumb one <laughs> so and I'm how do like, you
1: respond to something so quick point. I, yeah. valid
0: point you know so i mean i See, don't my slow eyes just caught on to what you were saying like, <laughs> yeah. i get it now yeah. like,
1: I'm over her head kids said so, that to I mean, her
2: yeah my kids are all hilarious in yeah. their own ways um yeah. they they have different they
0: they have different personalities they all do i hear them talking on the phone with <laughs> her i'm like <laughs> <laughs> this is like a wide variety of things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not uh, that you have a lot,
2: but like, uh-huh. <laughs> and then I have my future daughter-in-law, um who is she may as well. I couldn't love her anymore if I'd given birth to her myself. And she I talked to loves her. Loves
1: her. I love me. she, very, Gabby. She's,
2: she <laughs> loves her. I do. I love.
1: Well, her. the crazy thing is, is like we we have these senses, of, these, uh, like the sense of humor for our kids, and we teach our kids mm-hmm. to be funny, and it's because like if we can allow them not to take things so seriously yes, they can exactly. they don't take i mean when we were growing up i mean i'll I tell all of us back then when somebody made fun of you it hurt right. it hurt your feelings you? how do you respond to that
0: it still hurts it yeah still see, hurts. she's yeah like, she's well no because i went home to my little brother what was it like thursday mm-hmm, or wednesday mm-hmm. and my mom was like you know something's wrong with your little brother and i was like you know what's wrong with him and oh, I, she was ready to fight I, no i went up in there i went up in the house and while i was like the first thing i said who is it she went ham because like i know what it's like <laughs> to be in that position and like having my mom is like she's like a, a, a freaking cuddle bear like mm-hmm. she's not like an out she does not speak her mind but she's me i'm more of the aggressive one like who's hurting my little brother's feelings i'm gonna mm-hmm. get straight to the bottom of it and i went into the room and i talked to him and i hugged him and he just started bawling his eyes out crying i'm like I wish i had someone there for me to do this for me Mm -hmm. when i was a kid bullying nowadays he was getting made fun of for wearing lululemon but that's like the trend right now is like oh you're wearing like a certain brand like you were like out there you're popular but they were making fun of him for wearing name brand clothes and so that just like hurt me to see my little brother hurting and crying i don't want to go home and see my mom and see my little
1: brother crying yeah over something so like vain you know because With Jude, like, I always try to make sure he— I didn't have nice stuff when I was growing up, and it wasn't my parents' fault. They did the absolute best. My mom raised four kids, very, very young. My dad was the only one working at the time, and we, we didn't have a lot. I mean, we lived in a trailer for many, many years. I mean, we didn't have much, but the only thing is, like, I, uh, I knew where I came from. I got made fun of for wearing Walmart shoes, Kmart shoes, you know, hand me down stuff like that. So I knew what it felt like to go to school and be made fun of. So when my kids, all three of my kids, like they like they get everything. And at, there was a time when Jude didn't understand what, what popped I could literally lay out dollar store clothes and he wouldn't know the difference right, and just put it right. on. He wouldn't care. Right. Now as he's gotten older to being a teenager, he's more into a style. Like he has the same type of uh love for shoes like I do and he likes to dress really, really good. And uh but back then he used to be embarrassed to wear like Abercrombie polos mm-hmm. that I he was like, I really yeah, I don't like this. The and, logo. T- yeah, well, and he Yeah, would, and
0: that's has changed over the years. Yeah. Yeah. He really has.
2: Um yeah, but my like my oldest child, he never um he never cared about brands yeah. you know and and he still doesn't he's more concerned about the way that it fits like it you know or the sleeves the right length and right, how does the right. neck feel he's he's more concerned with that yeah and then his brother under him i've already said his name a million times Elijah. but um um elijah was obsessed with setting his own trends yeah and so boy did that kid have some yeah he would go to school he went through a stage where it was crazy socks and just had wild things on them. And he'd wear them pulled up to his knees um, with shorts and wow. some type of button down short sleeve shirt that had some wild, like one had popsicles on it, one had like Nickelodeon characters. <laughs> like they were, it was always, one had like donuts and sharks or something, you know. He just, he loved to
0: be like, he's like, still your the own odd person. Ball. Like what she's saying right now with her oh, yeah. son is like, I went out Friday night and I went out, or actually, I even say this last April I went out with like heels and socks Mm -hmm. and the lady at Flatiron knew who I like she remembered me like oh you're the girl with the wore the heels with the socks and so Mm -hmm. like this Mm -hmm. past Friday when I went to I went to the bourbon and barley she just so happened to she doesn't work anymore but she was sitting on the left of the bar and she was like the girl with socks and heels Mm -hmm. you're (laughs) that girl Mm -hmm. so it's it's okay to like step out of your comfort zone oh yeah like that like step out because that's how people remember you is yeah. by like yeah, for sure weird things that they don't even see
1: and and it, mm-hmm. and it will kind of push someone else to kind of do like oh they're out in public like this i think i should really try something out because i mean right. think about it back in the day we didn't we didn't get to really express ourselves there were a lot of things like even when you said like wearing the socks and the shirt mm-hmm. that was him just being himself and so when you think about it it will un you will unknowingly Help someone else want to do the same thing, maybe not right then and there, but later on, somebody's going to do something. A thousand
0: that. that's what I, the whole Little Lemon and my little brother wearing that brand they were bullying him for being gay, right? And it, let's be real here gay nowadays is that, that that's honestly normal now. Yeah, it's people, it's fine for people to come out to certain people, mm-hmm. but some people take it as offensive yeah and so my little brother like he's not but just because you're wearing name brand clothing that's
1: that that's, doesn't make that's
0: discriminating right. you for wearing
1: a, and and you know kids are kind of cruel and, and they're kids, are kids so they're cruel, cruel. and so they're they'll so whatever they don't understand they're gonna mm-hmm. they're gonna chastise and it by saying part, stuff like gay
0: it was like two females that were saying that to him so like oh, it that's even him. worse it, it, that's what i'm saying yeah. it was even worse that he was that mm-hmm. he was getting criticized by that because if you met my little he's the smartest kid in the family um, um, I won't say that, but he's really, really smart. He's up there. Re- he's he is, and so just seeing him come home and not even getting on his computer because that's what he does. That's his mm-hmm. that's his hobby is you know online gaming and like the microphone and like the streaming like that's his thing. Yeah. and for me to come home and him not do that because he's so hurt over bullying like mm-mm, not mm-hmm. okay with not okay with big sis not okay with me at yeah. all.
2: Like I was telling you about what I taught my youngest daughter, um, she was having an issue because she's she is literally the salt of the earth like the sweetest human being you will ever meet she Mm -hmm. would give anything she had to a stranger you know if it would make them smile um and some girls at school were being kind of ugly to her and she was getting upset about it and she asked me she's like mom you know what should i do and i told her because her personality is much different from my other daughter um, my other daughter, I sent in a different direction, but that's a conversation for another day. Yeah. Um, but with my youngest one, I told her, I said, just look at them and, and say, you know, are you okay? <laughs> yeah. Do you need a friend? Yeah. You know, are
1: you okay? Do you need a friend? They they don't know how to handle kindness.
2: And boy, it's not. It but upsets them even more. Oh, yeah. and she told me kindness. that a few days, you know, after the fact, she's like, Mom, it worked.
1: Yeah, they don't <laughs> understand how to. And sometimes people uh, tend to humiliate and want to chastise people due to intimidation. And sometimes they don't even know who you are. they just... Well, if I don't know you and I think I'm intimidated, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna do something worse. It's like I'm gonna say stuff about right. you, and really, it's just um, it's just a reaching out. I think it's more of a cry for something, mm-hmm. and they do not handle kind as well. I promise mm-hmm. you that. Like we that had
0: people, I had people over uh, Sunday after the uh, after the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and we were talking about kind of mm-hmm. the idea of like the bullying and like the getting away. And one of my friends that I graduated high school with was actually there, and he was like you know bullying what, me you know you know what <laughs> yeah he wasn't bullying her but he was like you know what Lynette did Lynette I left I left the whole state of Tennessee in general because I could not handle that criticism which hurts because a lot of people just can't pack their stuff and move away to a different state voluntarily but I chose to do it because I could not handle the criticism which goes back to the podcasting it's like I'm I'm ready for the criticism I am. We, like, we already know I, that it's coming because just because of who we are. But I'm a runner. She's a runner. She's, she's a not going star. anywhere. Like, that's me. I'm a, I'm a runner. Yeah, I'm like the track star, Like, mm. oh, things are bad. I'm leaving. And, like, that's the one that I'm trying to tackle with the podcast uh. is, like, trying to overcome the leaving. I don't want it to just be, like, a f- complete flop and, like, show up to a restaurant and people are like, oh, those are two girls, like I said, try to start a podcast and it's completely flopped. I no. want them to look at me and be like. You know, I relate it to her story. Listen,
1: there's podcasts out there that y'all don't even realize has been started here in West Tennessee mm-hmm. that made it two or three episodes. And nobody, I don't think anybody sees it as a flop. I just see it as it either works or it doesn't. Right. And it's, right. But the and fact you that you know, tried, that. You
2: will fail 100% of the time if you
1: don't try. try. Yep. And just being on, just to get behind a microphone is a lot of work. A lot of people wouldn't even dare do that. Just y'all sitting right here, you you don't really, I don't think you realize how brave it is just to get on here and talk. Mm -hmm. Because you know, like thousands, I do have thousands of listeners, so they will listen. But the good thing about it is, is like when people start to see that you are yourself and you are who you are, they start falling in love with the actual Mm -hmm. person instead of what they hear, who they are. Because people, I mean, there's a lot of bad people who are good people. They just do bad things.
0: Exactly. Uh, absolutely. Yep. You know. <laughs> yeah. and, um, we know.
1: And so, and so that's something. Them. And sometimes that's something that needs to be focused with. Um, but listen, Lynette. Meg, I thank y'all so much for coming on this podcast. I really am going to start looking us. forward to everything that y'all do. And I want to get you back on here uh, when Brittany comes. And so we can have a really good discussion. And maybe, you know, we can come on y'all's and we can get on there for and talk sure. too. But um, this is Let's Discuss a Podcast. We're on all the... Uh, podcast platform, platforms Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, um, and RSS Speed. And I will drop the links uh, with this podcast. And thank y'all for listening.